has something. He has a little journey I believe he wants to take us on this morning. So let's just jump right in. I want you, if you will, we're getting ready to read 14 very small scriptures. We're getting ready to read out of Revelation. And anybody who knows me knows I do not teach out of Revelation. But God is taking us somewhere today. And so if you will join me on this journey. If you have a cell phone, children, young people, can you hold it up for me? Young people. (laughs) Older people. Okay. Now I want you to bow and put it in the floor. at your feet because God has something to say to you today. And I don't want you to miss him. I don't want a text or a ding to make you miss part of your destiny today. So, are you ready? Stand with me. Let's get into the word. Okay, now as we go through these scriptures, I want you to see it. I want you to see it. I don't want you to just read it. I want you to see it. I want you to go where John went because we're going to go with him. All right? Are Are you with me? Okay. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. Mm, Jesus, help us. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. And he is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We have one who is able. We have one who is worthy. Okay, we can read some more. All right, let's go. Next. Looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, Encircled by the four living creatures and the elders, the Lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and he took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Ah, Jesus. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a heart, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Thank you, Jesus. The voice of many angels, can you see it? Thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. And in a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength 
and honor and glory and praise. Yes, you are God. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said amen, and the elders fell down and worshiped. Bless you, God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for this glimpse into a holy place, God. Thank you for the opportunity to come and to learn of you today, God. We give you our time and our attention, Father. I pray, Lord, that we be enveloped in your presence today. Father, we stand against distraction. God, we ask, Lord, that you just be among us. God, I thank you because something amazing is about to happen. We bless you. We thank you. Let everything that is of me, Father, let it fall and be forgotten. But everything that is you, Father, let it pierce, let it penetrate. Father, I ask that life come and fruit be produced in Jesus' name. And they all said, amen, amen, amen. I'm telling you the truth. This passage of Scripture has just awakened my soul has awakened my soul. I have had so much fun in my office this week, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, have, I have paced. I have danced, believe it or not. I have knelt. I have cried. I have cried till I laughed. Don't you just love those moments, laughter through tears? This engagement of God, this thing... Now, like I said before, I am not a Revelations kind of teacher. If you want to learn actual facts and truths about Revelations, you would need to see your senior pastor because he knows a whole lot more about this than I do. However, however, I'm not taking you into this passage of Scripture to teach you what all the symbolism is. I'm not go going to even attempt to explain everything to you what I feel that I'm supposed to do is take you into a moment. And I need you to go there with me. I need you to see this in your spirit because if you do, it will change you. If you do, it will transform your prayer life. If you will go here with me, there will be some transition, some breakthrough in your life. Does anybody need a breakthrough? Oh, me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, this scripture, and we're going to start, if you don't mind, uh, we'll start with the first scripture, if you could put it back up on the board. They did that in first service for me, and I know that that's a little bit of a surprise, but they were very gracious. I just want to go here. Oh. Up to this point, up until the beginning of the fifth chapter of Revelation, I just want to set the stage for you a little bit. We got John, who is exiled on the Isle of Patmos. He's getting up in years. He's getting older. And the Lord moves in to visit with John. And he, he catches John away. John is, is caught away. And he begins to share things. He sees one who is as the Son of Man. And it's, the scriptures tell us that he falls down as if dead before him. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. I mean, can you even imagine? And he, he begins to share with him. And there are the lampstands and there are the fires. And, and 
he begins to talk about the seven churches. He talks about the stars, which are the, uh, the, the angels over the seven churches, and, and about the, the lamps, which are the churches. And he begins to share, and he says, John, I want you to tell them this. And he goes into all of the churches, Laodicea. He goes into all of the churches, and he goes, tell them this. And he tells them the good and the bad, and, and begins to pour out. And John is, is hearing and seeing these things. And, and I have to tell you, I don't know how the man stayed upright. I'm not sure that he did. <laughs> I think maybe when he was laid out that first time as if dead, he might have just been writing, <laughs> you know, like this. <laughs> because I don't know how you stand in that kind of revelation. Do you understand that God has revelation for you? Do you understand that God has things to say to you? It isn't just for then. As Pastor Ronnie said, the things that he did then, he does now. He hasn't changed his mind. And so he's given this, all of this revelation, and I cannot help but imagine uh, at this point in time that, that John is going, okay, 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 that is so much, that is so much. And then the scripture says, he hears a voice that says, come up here and I will show you things that are to come. Do you imagine that there might have been a moment of hesitation? <laughs> there might have been just a moment of hesitation when he said, come up here, I'm going to show you these things that are to come. And then we see John, he is taken into the throne room. Into the throne room. And it begins to lay this out for us. He says, he sees in the center of the throne room one who is seated on the throne, and he looks like rubies and jasper. And it says around that throne there is an emerald rainbow that continues to flash around that throne that begins to move. Uh, that in and of itself. Take me out, Jesus. I mean, seriously. So this is happening, and you've got all of these colors. And guys, these aren't colors like you see on little cheap human rings. These are pure colors. We've not seen these yet. And these are just dancing around. I can imagine him going, is it green? No, it's not green. What is this color? You know, emerald. It's the closest to jewel that I can get. It's flashing. And then there, he says there are 24 thrones around that throne. And upon those 24 thrones sat 24 elders dressed in white with golden crowns on their heads. Okay, that's enough. You know, it's like there's the throne, the the the. All of the colors are flashing rubies, emeralds, jasper, the 12 dressed in white with gold crowns on their head. And then it said there were four, the four living creatures. It said one had the appearance of a lion, one the appearance of an ox, one the appearance of a human, one the appearance of an eagle. Now who wants to deal with that? Let's add that into this picture. And it says every, that the uh, four living creatures are crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And every time they do that, the elders come off their thrones and go face first before the one who sits on the throne in the center. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The scope of the things of God we cannot even begin to grasp. We cannot even begin to grasp. But let me tell you something. How many of you have seen the, the, the uh, children's movie, The Never-Ending Story? marvelous little, little book and what happens in the center of this book or toward the end actually when everything is culminating he looks and he finds out that he's part of the story and I want you to know that as we tell this story there's going to come a point in time where you find out that you are in this story you are right in the middle of this help us Jesus help us Jesus Robert amazing job I just might add that thank you God for what you have done in Robert 
amazing, amazing, amazing. But we're right in the middle of that. And then into all of this, you've got this circle, you've got the throne, you've got the 24 thrones, the, the 24 elders, the four living creatures, the colors that are everywhere. And it says in front of those are the lamps that are burning, which are the seven spirits of the church, uh, sp seven spirits of God that have been sent out into the earth. And then it says there's a crystal sea that is as glass. I don't know, man. I just don't even know what to do with that. I don't even know what to do with that. And it says, out of that place, they're crying, holy, holy, holy. They're bowing before him, casting their crowns at his feet. The colors are flashing, and John's got to be going. <laughs> and the, this thing happens that it says a mighty angel stepped out. A mighty angel stepped out. See, it says, I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scrolls? Who is worthy to open the seals? Who is worthy? And scripture tells us that no one was found. It said no one in heaven, no one in earth, no one under the earth could do this thing. And I love, love, love John's response. Because, see, John, there's no way he possibly knew everything that was taking place. But I can only imagine that what John felt in his spirit was a sense of urgency, unlike anything else, because this mighty angel has stepped into the middle of this beautiful chaos and he has cried out with a loud voice, who can open this scroll? Who can break the seals? And he, he says of himself, I wept. And I wept. Are there any intercessors in the house? You don't know why you pray sometimes. Sometimes you just have this urgency on the inside of you that goes, this has got to happen. This has got to happen. Sometimes God awakens me in the middle of the night and I'll think, really, God, again? No, I don't. But I'm like, there's this urgency on the inside of me and I don't know what I'm praying about until I get down on my face before him and I begin to, you know, the only thing I know to pray in that moment is your will be done. Your will be done. God, I don't know who's going through a battle right now, but God, they need one who can do this. Father, your will be done. Your will be done. And I believe that that is where John stood in that moment. And it says he wept and he wept. But then this beautiful thing happens. It says an elder stepped forward and he said to him, this is what all elders should do, I'm just telling you. Have we got any elders in the room? All elders should do. He stepped forward and he said, he said, do not weep. Look, see, see. Now I know that there's more to that sentence, but I like that part. It says, do not, uh, stop weeping, do not weep. See, the lamb of the, uh, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He has triumphed. The lion of the tribe of Judah. He has triumphed. And it says, He is worthy. He is worthy. And I just wonder what place in your life is God going, Stop weeping and see. Stop weeping and see. The lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. I don't know what your situation is, but he does, and some of you need to stop crying about it. 
And you need to see that you have a lamb who was slain, a, a king who is triumphant, a lion who has won his battle. And the most beautiful thing happens here. The most beautiful thing happens here because he steps, it says that the, the, then he saw one who appeared as a lamb who had been slain. And the lamb goes over and he takes the scroll from the right hand of the one who is seated on the throne. Man, I know that that might seem small to some of you guys, but that one made me take another lap. Because, can you imagine the price that he paid, the things that he went through to be able to be the one that was worthy to take that scroll from the hand of God, to begin to unfold the days that he was getting ready to unfold. Because if you are uh, familiar with this passage at all, you know that the scroll, the seven seals, the very first thing that's going to happen is it releases the apocalypse. Only the lamb that was slain was worthy to go and take the scroll from his hand. And I love that moment. But I'm not the only one who loved that moment. Because it says that when he went and he took the scroll from the right hand of God, it says that the elders fell. It says that the elders went down. And it doesn't say that they eased their way down, <laughs> which would be the way I would do it. As Pastor Ronnie said, it's not the going down there that's the problem, but um, it says they uh, pipto. It means to be suddenly thrust downward. Now, with that being suddenly thrust downward, it says in that moment they abandoned their authority and, and bowed in stunned awe at his bowed in stunned awe at him. Have you ever, ever encountered a place in God where one minute you were standing and the next you're like, hey, what happened? What happened? There's a chair seat above me, you know? What, what just happened? Because the presence of God, I'm telling you what, our flesh cannot stand. Our flesh, we sing and we sang it today and I didn't know we were going to sing it today, but I was thinking we sing, I'm waiting here for you. Man, if we're waiting here for him, I want, I want to... <laughs> if we're waiting here for him, the elders fail. They hit their knees and they begin to worship. They begin to sing because the only one who is and was worthy had just stepped into the place that only he could step into because of the price that he had paid. His blood had won men from every tribe and tongue back to this God. And he took the scroll that nobody else could take, and the elders fell. Oh, Jesus. And so here we are in the middle of this moment. Now just picture it with me. Close your eyes if you have to, but just picture it with me. Here's John. He's standing here. There's the one who sits on the throne that is of jasper and rubies and the emerald rainbow is encircling him. There's the 24 thrones. Now the 24 elders have fallen and the, the um, four living creatures just continue to sing, holy is the lamb, holy is the lamb. The, the Son of Man, Jesus, the Lamb, is holding the scrolls that will release apocalypse, that will release the destiny of God upon the earth. He holds it in his hand, and it is in the middle of that moment that we see something that is almost a side note. But see, God doesn't do side notes. <laughs> 
If it's in the scripture, it's because he wanted it in the scripture. If it's in there, it is important. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those who think, well, maybe some of it's true, maybe some of it isn't. I believe the word of God. And if you don't, you don't have anywhere to stand. The enemy will shake you. You will never have a foundation until you settle the fact that this is the word of God, period. Period. The word of God is the word of God. There is nothing else. If your life is based on anything else, you are sinking. Period. It's the word of God. That's why it's so important. You've got to have it in you. You've got to have it in there. In the middle of this beautiful chaos, this cacophony that is taking place in heaven, we hear John say, the elders fell down before him. And then he says, in their hands were golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and a harp. When they fell before the presence, when they fell in the holy place, they took their worship and their prayers. But see, the prayers of the saints, who are the saints? If you say a football team, I will be so upset. (laughs) Who are the saints? You are. You are. You are in that moment. Your words to God are in this moment, in this circle, in the middle of all that's going on, all of the holy, holy, holies, the fragrance. What does incense do? Fills the place, doesn't it? With what? fragrance the fragrance of your prayers the fragrance of your prayers fill this space that I'm talking about in the center of all of this all of your hallelujahs all of you help me Jesus's they're right there they're right there crying out not only that guys not only that I believe in the middle of that is is Abraham's, God, do I really have to sacrifice my son? God, I will if you tell me to. This is what I'm going to do. God, because you are faithful. I believe in the middle of that is Moses. If your spirit doesn't go before us, God, we will not go up. I also believe that Miriam's dance, her exaltation, (laughs) her prayer, her incense is in that bowl. What about Isaiah? These lips, oh God. David's prayer. Create in me a heart that's clean, God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. All right there, wafting up from those bowls, mingled with Robert's, God, I'm not going back. God, I'm not going back. Oh, mingled with Pastor Wayne's God. Please watch over Jesse. He's not here with us, God. Watch over him. Use him while he's on that continent, God, but bring him home. That's in there. That's in there. Your prayers. God, I'm dying. If you don't do something, God, I cannot move. Your prayers that go only God. Only God. In these bowls. (laughs) I don't believe it's God. I'd like that parking place right over there. If you don't mind. I told first service, I said, no, those are in the bowls of tolerance. (laughs) Yet before you go home and try to look up bowls of tolerance, they do not exist. Though I do think they are there somewhere. (laughs) Mm, Jesus, In in those bowls, I believe the incense that is flowing from those bowls are the prayers of men on their knees that go, God, I knew I blew it. God, I messed up. 
Cleanse me, God. Make me new. Make me new, God. Forgive my sins, God. God, don't let me be who I am today. Let me change, God. I give you my life. I give you my heart. There are the prayers that go, God, I really messed up today. Oh, but God, I love you. Forgive me, God. Then God, there are the prayers that go, Lord, the missionaries on the, on the continents, Father, reach out to these prayers are being lifted in that place i think that's the most amazing thing and i cannot help but ask you what incense have you put into those bowls what incense have you placed in those bowls oh jesus talk about a perspective change perspective change not only that not only are these prayers being offered, that incense being offered to this holy moment, it said they had harps in their hands. And guys, this is not a little chubby, naked, cupid, tiny gold kind of harp. This is an instrument not made by human hands. We have not heard this sound before. We have not found this kind of perfection on this planet. And they carried this holy sound into them. And scripture tells us that they began to tahila God. You know what Tehila is? It's the worship that only you can give. It's the worship that is born of your revelation of God. You know what? <laughs> there is very little on this planet that, that will show your revelation outside of your worship. If your worship reveals your level of revelation of God, I won't finish that sentence. But what if it does? Because their revelation, the beautiful thing is they sang the same song because they all had the same revelation in that moment. They went, he was worthy. He is the one that is opening the seals. And they all began to sing, you are worthy. And they tehillahed God. Let me tell you something. Tehillah is the praise that God inhabits, which tells me there has never been a more present moment than that. The praise that he inhabits, you know what tehillah... Tehillah praise does you know what it does it births more praise when you testify when Robert testifies I testify when Vonda sings I want to sing it's like it births something in us and that's exactly what it does because they're having a worship service and they're crying out to God with their bowls and their harps and it says 10,000 times 10,000 angels stepped right up and began to sing with them that is what praise and worship talk about a service I started to go oh I want to be there I am I am do you have any idea how many desperate prayers of mine are in that golden bowl do you have any idea ah oh, Jesus I could just run 10,000 times 10,000 and they began to sing in a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain worthy is the lamb who was slain what an amazing amazing moment and you're there it hasn't happened yet you have so much potential I want mine to be the loudest, the sweetest, the most fragrant. I want to be that annoying voice above all of the others. Like my little sister's like, me, me, me. Hey, mama, 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 mama. I just want my voice to be heard in that. Based on the revelation. You can flip it over one more time. 
It went from one. It went to the weeping, from the weeping of, jo- of John to the 24 elders, Pipto, on their knees before him, harps and bowls. Then it added 10,000 times 10,000 that began to sing. And then it says, and then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the sea and on the sea and all that was in them saying to him who sits on the throne and unto the lamb be praise and glory honor power forever and ever and ever now i love this part it says then the four living creatures (laughs) the lion the ox the man the eagle said amen They said, so let it be. So let it be. Oh, I love that. So let it be. And then I love this. And it says, the elders fell down and worship. How much further could they go? Face first. I believe that they just spread out before him. Harps, bowls, 10,000 times 10,000. Every creature on the earth, below the earth, on the sea, within the sea, began to sing, worthy worthy are you God worthy are you God and the fragrance of your prayers wash through that place you know what the next thing we hear is it says in the lamb opened the scroll broke the seal and the first white horse is released in that moment that most amazing moment when time stands on a razor edge you guys join in you just join me here Stands on a pivot razor edge and prays and worship. Your prayers are at the very core of this place. The very core of this place. And so I ask you again, what are you putting in the bowls? Are you taking prayers that matter? Are you taking prayers that are bigger than you? Guys, your prayers need to get more generous. You need to let them go beyond your front door. God, you need need to uh, deal with the things that you have to deal with. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying think bigger. Remember that you have a God that one point in time, every living creature will cry out that he's worthy. Every living creature will cry out that he is worthy. Think bigger. Dream bigger. Pray bigger. Get broader. Get big in your spirit, man. Begin to pray prayers that dare something. Not only that, can you all stand with me? Not only that, when you sing Tehillah, when you sing, come out of that place of revelation in your life and begin to worship Him and birth something. Let it get bigger. I believe what God has for us today, we are going to begin to worship Him. And can you, if you all want to join in the altar, we are going to pray big prayers. We are going to begin to think outside of the box. We are going to begin to pray to a God as we worship Him. We are going to come in with praise, with our prayers. And we're going to worship for just a little bit. Bless you, God. Bless you, God. Bless you, God. Bless you, God.
I know some of you are in tight spots, but we're going to sing again, and, and should the Lord lead you, we're just going to get on our knees before him, and we don't do this a lot, but I just want to bow, and I just want to tell him that he's holy, and if you will join me, we're just going to humble ourselves before this God who is worthy, who took the seals and broke them. Thank you. 